My name is Meg, and I'm here with Eli. Hey, Eli. Hi, Meg. How are you? Fan diddly fantastic. What have you been watching? Skyler and I watched Cinderella starring Brandy and? and Whitney Houston. And? I mean, I'd seen it as a kid. Do you remember when I, when I aired on TV? It was like a Sunday night special made-for-TV movie. Yeah, but I watched it after. Did you, So you have seen it? Oh, of course. <laughs> Meg. Eli. This movie slaps. Oh, yeah. It's so good. It's a classic. Yeah. Uh, Sky Sky had never seen it, and he was, like, glued to the TV. He was like, and, I mean, it's criminal how little Whitney Houston is in it. And I, I kind it? of, yes, I kind of wonder if she, like, showed up on a different day when nobody else was there. Because, like, her interactions with other people are very minimal and weird. But she's a, Look. she's a force. Whitney Houston was kind of weird. I know. <laughs> they should have had her in the movie a lot if more. If I had to guess, based on her reality TV show that was on for a few seasons, maybe not the easiest person to work what with. What was her reality TV okay, show? I think it was like Life with the Houstons or something, and it was her and her husband, and they were a mess. It was huh. Well, I went down a rabbit hole after watching this movie and w of watching her performances over the years. Incredible. The Star Spangled Banner. Incredible. Like, ab I outrageous. will always love you. Like, Out no, what, there's no better song. Outrageous. Uh, anyway, that was a good time. I think it was on Disney Plus. Give it a watch. I love that you guys have Disney Plus. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting that we do. And then it comes up and I'm like, oh, it's oh, great. It's got great content. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I went the other night to Billy Porter did a concert he oh, was in was town. It? it was really fun. I honestly I don't know much about Billy Porter at all. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was like a it was a fun concert. You know, it was very drag. Yeah. You know, drag performance. Uh, they played clips of Billy Porter doing things over the years, and they played a clip of him in eighty for Brady. And I was oh. like. Shut the concert down. Uh, Let's just watch 80 for Brady. <laughs> perfect performance. Perfect movie. <laughs> Cannot wait for Book Club 2. What's Book Club 2? The sequel to Book Club. We're going. We're going to podcast about it. Wait, what was Book Club? Do I know this? Oh my gosh, Book Club. Did we talk about this? I told you that I watched it. Um, you know, Book Club, it's got... Uh, does it have Jane Fonda? Is she also in it? I think Jane Fonda. Yeah, Jane Fonda's in it. I mean, then I'm saying it. Yeah. And who are the... Uh, Diane Keaton. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. First one was my favorite movie. Cannot wait for the second one. Was it... Did it have 80 for Brady vibes? Like, it was... Absolutely. It was good in the same they're, way. They're, like, not only in the same cinematic universe, they're, like, neighboring planets. Look, I, I say make more movies where the entire cast is just elderly women. Absolutely. Make more of those. That's all I want to watch. Yeah, we don't need we don't need uh, anything else. Um that's kind of Not elderly men. Elderly men are too grouchy. Mhm. Mm I'm trying to think of any movies that Yeah, they don't have the bucket don't list. Exist. I never saw it. Jack Nicholson. I take that back. I saw it on my mission for Christmas, but I called my family in the middle of it. So I saw the beginning. Oh no, wait, that was the one about the lions. Wait, you watched a, a movie on your mission? Yeah, on Christmas we could watch a movie. Oh, what was what Special were the treat. restrictions? It had to be like PG. Interesting. Yeah. Man, you have like a loosey-goosey mission, I guess. What can I, I say? Go to a bar after. Do you want to know the, the naughtiest thing I did on my mission? Tell me. I bought a Simon and Garfunkel CD oh, and I would listen to it gosh, sometimes in the oh apartment. So we could also <laughs> listen to Christmas music. Okay. We 
some of the maybe bent the rules a little bit we had like the adam sandler hanukkah song on our mix we had like every contemporary christmas song we could get that we had brought and mm -hmm. like it's christmas music it's legal our i think our rule was we could watch any movie on preparation day mm. that you could buy at deseret book <laughs> so like we watched like Singles Ward and the RM like yeah. on repeat because it was like those that was about as cool of a film as you could get. Yeah. Man, that was a wild time. Wild time. What else <laughs> have you been watching? Two years where I didn't get to see a single good movie. I, I know I've told you this. Okay. But I came back from my mission and I think the first movie I saw in a theater was Red Eye starring Rachel oh, McAdams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was so overwhelmed by how, quote unquote, great this movie was that I was crying by the end. And it's not like it's not you good. shouldn't cry. It's not good. And it's it's an it's a total B movie. Like yeah. it's to it's not bad, but it's not great. Totally forgettable. And we yeah, we walked out of the theater. I was with my sister and my uncle and I was like overtaken with emotion. And I was like, that is one of the best movies I have ever seen. And my sister and uncle were both like. It was okay. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. I was thinking about this yesterday because of the writer's strike. Ugh. I left on my mission in 2007. So when I came home and I was watching all of these shows, catching up, every, like, 2007 season, I was like, what is going yeah. on? Like, it was the Friday Night Lights with yeah. Landry murdering a guy. Like, all of these different shows just, like took a nosedive yep. and then the next season would be fine again. Meg, I cannot tell you how stressful it was to live through that experience. I mean, like, that was a great time for you to be out of the country <laughs> because... I also missed um, Sarah Palin, like, entirely. You did? Yeah, and so every, like, email I'd get, they'd be like, hey, there's this woman, she's gonna be VP, and then the next week it would be like, I can't believe what she said, and then the next week it'd be like, she said this thing, Funny. this thing, yeah. I, I missed um, the John Kerry Bush election. Oh, so yeah. It, it, like, I have a dearth of knowledge about that election. Like, when people start talking about it, I, I feel like I'm in an experiment and everybody's pretending like an election happened that didn't You're really in the happen. Truman Show. It's so weird. You're in jury duty. Yeah, and like, when you miss something that big, like that culturally big, you can never catch up. No. Like, I could research it, but I, but I, I will have missed the experience of living it. And so, yeah, I, I totally, I totally get that. That's, um, you miss that. But the writer's strike living at Meg was so stressful because, like, all of our favorite shows just suddenly stopped. Yeah. And it was like, The Office is no, or I can't remember how The Office was affected by it. I don't think The Office has any short seasons. I know what happened. I remember, um, it was they they had to take a break and then they they caught up and the episode that they came back with was dinner party which is like oh which is an all timer and it, and i've heard the actors like talk about like we had like 4 months to just like prepare for this <laughs> one episode and so like it, they were ready yeah we were ready to go <laughs> they nailed it um but yeah friday night lights had that super bizarre second season where Jesse Plemons kills a guy yeah. out of nowhere. And then they never talk about it again. Yep. The writers were brilliant. like, I can't believe you did this. We're just moving on. <laughs> just moving on. Okay. Anyway, what have you been watching? Okay. I have a list here because it's been a couple weeks. We mm -hmm. last week. So we started White House Plumbers on HBO. It's another Nixon show. Oh, okay. It's fine. So far, it's fine. Woody Harrelson plays a grump in it. And I don't really like Woody Harrelson as a grump. But oh, yeah. It's only the first episode. So going to give it time. We gave up on beef. It got too stressful. I don't even know what that the is. The one with Ali Wong and um, David Cho. 
talked about it a couple weeks ago. Don't worry about it. Apparently, I don't remember our conversations anymore. I guess not. The uh, Diplomat with Carrie Russell. Okay. I hate it with every fiber of my being. Why? We're on episode five. Why? She's so oh, angry. She's so angry, and there's no real explanation to why she's angry. She's like in a marriage that she thinks is toxic, but she still sleeps with her husband, and she keeps telling him they're going to get divorced, and like we're told that she's competent, but... It's like if you had Chat GPT write a character that was like successful foreign service female worker. She's huh. like, there's a scene where they make her wear a dress for a photo shoot, and she's like, it doesn't have pockets. Why doesn't this dress have pockets? Like, just so cliche. Women can only be one thing and they can't care about mm -hmm. other things when they're that one thing. I hate it so much. Can't stop watching it. Got it. Um, went and saw Mario with the children. Oh, yeah. And you liked it. it I mean, like, should it win Best Picture? No, but look, you sit down, it's entertaining, it's 80 minutes long, the action never stops, it's over, you go home. Did like, you see it 3D? No. Oh, good. I will not see 3D. Uh-uh. Uh, nor do I think my kids could handle 3D. Really? One of them would barf, one of them wouldn't keep the glasses on, one of them would probably love it, but, like, not worth it for all of us. Interesting. Um, Mr. Bean. <laughs> Mr. Bean? So I got... Freebie to watch Jury Duty, which we're talking about today. And then I finished Jury Duty and I was just kind of like exploring Freebie. And they have Mr. Bean. So we watched the first episode of Mr. Bean. Eli, it's I laughed great. so hard. That is so fun. It was like, I just forgot how funny it was. There's this whole bit where Mr. Bean goes to the beach. I was just going to re reference this bit. I think about it all the time. Oh my gosh. And so there's, it's like long. It's yeah. like 10 minutes. There's a man sitting on the beach and Mr. Bean's like, oh shoot. Cause he was going to change down there. He was going to put a swimsuit on, but now there's this man. And so he does this whole, like put the swimsuit on over the clothes and you're watching for, I feel long like it's time. 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And he keeps looking over the guy to make sure. And he like stops and smiles at him in that Mr. Bean way. And then keeps like trying to put on the speedo under his pants. And at the very end, the man studs up with a walking cane because he's, <laughs> he's blind. blind. And I went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good joke. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> There aren't very many episodes, right? I don't know. I only I watched think there, one. I think there are only like eight episodes. Um, That's a fun idea to revisit that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Mr. Bean is a good time. And then we watched Jury Duty, which I was like, oh. I don't know. I don't know if I mm -hmm. want to watch the show. It looks kind of dumb. And I started it. I was like, it's fine. And then I came back to it later and finished it. And I was like, this is a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. It's, it's so good. And it has a lot of the creators who were involved in The Office mm -hmm. are involved and in this. White Lotus is and, one of the White Lotus producers. Oh, interesting. Well, because watching it, I was like, a lot of the kind of hijinks of this feel like office humor yeah. and so that really worked for me in that they're the things people do are weird but not so weird that no real person wouldn't ever do that right right so, it feels like if you're this guy you're like man this is a weird group of people but you're never like no one's this weird you yeah. could be like no there are people this weird people are odd yeah. yeah so so premise of the show is they found this guy somehow like craigslist i think yeah and they, i i'm dying to know the vetting process me too so they they found this guy um, and they called him for jury duty and they um, told him like uh, this jury is also being filmed as a part of a documentary. So you're going to be, you know, talked about you're going to talk about your experience to, to these cameras and whatever periodically. Um, so he goes to jury duty and everybody else, all of the other jurors, the judge, the lawyers, the, the, um, the parties to the case, everybody is an actor. 
uh, and except for him. And he doesn't know they're all actors. He thinks they're all like his fellow jury mates and the judge, you know, and all this stuff. And they end up making it a sequestered jury so that he has to, you know, be sequestered from the world with this jury for 16 days. Yeah. It's this long trial. And they just long trial over like the stupidest case over the stupidest case. And they just film him and them in court. They film him like interacting with the other jury people sequestered and like all of the relationships that are being built. And he thinks it's real the whole time. And everybody is just like acting and like faking it. And it's the sweetest, like most lovely show. I cried through the entire last episode um, because as it turns out, the guy they got for this is the sweetest man who has ever lived. Sweetie pie. I like I just I want him to like move into my house and I want to take care of him. Yes. He's like what in his mid 30s maybe. I would say early 30s. Early he's 30s. He's like 6'6". Yeah, and he's, he's like kind of handsome but not like woo, hottie. Just like very average looking fine. guy. Yeah. Yeah, and he and he's he has like no guile for anyone. He's like super kind to all of the other people on the jury. He's uh, like looking out for everybody he's made the jury foreman and he like takes that responsibility really seriously you know and he's like i'm responsible for these people yeah. you know and, and like just watching him like coddle and take care of all of these actors that he think are real people who are like having real life problems is so sweet yes an important part of this too is james marsden <laughs> is part of the jury um and he is the conceit for a lot of the plot developments they have to sequester because James called paparazzi in the hopes that he could get out of jury duty. Mm-hmm. And instead, they had to be sequestered. He plays a, a mockery of himself, a really kind of narcissistic. narcissistic version of himself, yeah. a narcissist who's pretending to be affable, a narcissist who thinks he's a good person. Yeah. Um, and you you slowly see this guy and the rest of the jurors who are acting episode after episode like really start to hate James Marsden and like roll their eyes at him everything he says they're just like oh my gosh why is he still here so you texted me and you're like I I don't think James Marsden is good in this by the end did you feel differently yes um let let me that was one text let me explain the text a little bit um first of all I say this as a James Marsden fan yeah he's the best I like James Marsden a lot um I was excited to see that he was in this I felt like they cast this thing so well everybody in it is incredible and i felt like his existence in the show was a bit of a distraction to that um because i was like i i I actually think it would have been stronger if they didn't have him in there and they found a different reason why they needed to be sequestered um i thought he was overplaying it a little bit because everybody else was pretty subtle yeah and they they were like really really trying to kind of downplay it because nobody wanted to ruin the joke and have him catch on like this is too weird and i felt like james marsden was just a little too big and so every time he kind of showed up on screen it kind of took me out of it a little bit sure i do think by the end it, it he i don't know like if if i just got used to him or what happened but the last couple of episodes i was like okay i think i i think i'm glad james marsden yeah. was there James Marsden did a fresh air interview that I listened to this morning on my run. And he, I don't know why I included on my run. I guess just, I just wanted everyone to be impressed yeah. that I went for a run. Flex. Um, and the producer asked him about the moment where, uh, Ronald is putting, Ronald is the non-actor is putting together that James Marsden is, uh, James Marsden was the funniest casting for this. Cause James Marsden is famous, but not so not famous, so famous yeah. that he walks in a room and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, it's James Marsden. Yeah. Um, but he finally puts together who he is. And James Marsden says, yeah, I was in Sonic. And he says, oh, I heard that wasn't a very good movie. 
And James Marsden said he wanted to laugh so hard <laughs> at that moment, but Ronald had just delivered him like this gorgeous moment to react to. And so yeah. he looks crestfallen yeah. when he hears that. And I just think that's so impressive. On yeah. I would have laughed, you know? I don't know how these people didn't laugh um, because I would have been laughing the entire time. And it's it's interesting because it's not scripted, right? No. These are actors. Improv. It's all improv. They're like, you have to play off of him. And they're creating scenarios to try and get Ronald to, to re react in a certain way. So, for example, they had written in that they really wanted um, Ronald to remember that there was an episode of Family Guy where somebody pretends to be racist yeah. in order to get out of jury duty. And they're, you know, the producers are like, is there some way we can get Ronald to like, hopefully he knows this. And so they have one of the jurors like go to him on the first episode and his, he's like, do you know like how people normally get out of this? Like, have you ever heard of a, an effective way? And Ronald's like, well, I saw an episode of Family Guy that was like pretty funny, but it's probably not a good idea. And they, um, in the last episode, they kind of show the producers reacting to some of these earlier moments. And they're all like literally on the floor laughing, yeah. like so excited that he's going to do it. And so he's like, the, the guy's like, well, what did, what did what happened in Family Guy? And he's like, well, this guy pretended to be racist to get out. And so they go into the jury and the guy, the actor who had asked him stands up and says, I don't think I can be on the jury because I'm racist. And Ronald's face just like, he's just like, no, I like, didn't mean that you should actually do that. You know, and it's so funny. It's so funny. So And so it's interesting. Like they put so much thought into how can we get certain actions out of Ronald and then based on how he acts, then you guys need to do this or you need to do that, you know, and like yeah. they're having to come up with all Choose these scenarios. Your own yeah. And and like I was amazed at how I feel like a lot of times when you see improv type stuff, um, actors overplay it and mm -hmm. they they're like in competition to like kind of be the the center of the room. And I felt like everybody was really good at just kind of subtly like resting in the space that that Ronald was creating and mm -hmm. then just like reacting to him with their like weird character quirks, but not overdoing it. Yeah. It was really interesting. It was really interesting. Um, I think the moment where I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is such a good guy. They One of the characters is <laughs> into transhumanism, so turning odd. himself into a machine. And he does things like one day he shows up with two poles attached to his legs because he wants to like be a chair. Mm -hmm. I'm like fine tolerating people. I don't, really weirdos i'm kind of like okay you yeah. do you i'll do me mm -hmm. i don't necessarily want to get close to you ronald shows todd a bug's life uh -huh. to demonstrate how these people are often misunderstood flick was misunderstood and you todd are misunderstood like that is a level of empathy i am not capable it made of. me cry yeah <laughs> i like started crying because he, and he's like he tells the camera crew like yeah i showed him it's a bug li bug's life because i know that he probably has kind of a hard time in life, get you know, having people understand. I wanted him to see, though, you know, that's okay. And I was just like, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> so one of the interesting things James Marsden said in this interview was he was like, I do not. I had a lot of reservations about this show. I didn't want to punk anyone. Yeah. And I didn't want it to be. I, I wasn't sure this was ethical. Yeah. And I really wanted to make sure it was ethical. And it was only when the producer said, no, we are creating a hero's journey. Yeah. That's what we want this to be. That's when he signed on to the show. And at the end, you're like, oh, my gosh, this guy's a hero. Yeah. Like he really and he took it in stride. You know, he was like a little embarrassed, but they gave him one hundred thousand dollars. And now he's famous. Like yeah. his Instagram is popping. He's Aww. everywhere. Everybody adores this man. And I'm like, this really worked out for the best for everyone involved. Well, he, it's so interesting because 
the, the second to last episode at the very end, they issue their verdict. And then the judge calls Ronald up to the witness stand and he's like, jury for a person and you come up here. And by the way, that judge, incredible. Yeah. I have spent a lot of time in courtrooms interacting with judges. And from the get go, I was like, this man is an elderly judge. Like the way he interacted with the bailiff, the way he's talking to the jury. And then in the last episode, the the judge actor said that he had practiced law for 40 years. And yeah. I was like, that tracks. Like, this yeah. is a man who has been in a courtroom. But anyway, so the judge has him come sit up in the stand and he's like, hey, we need to tell you something. Like, this was all fake. Yeah. And he and they reveal it to him. And he's like, what? You know, and 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 all of the jury, like, they all start clapping and they're because they're like so excited they pulled it off because it was like. And they look nervous. They look nervous. And because like one mistake could have ruined this entire show. And so like the whole time they're nervous and it's so sweet because they they tell Ronald like, how does he say it? Like we, you I, you I, were actually on trial. Yeah. Um. And we we have all decided that you're a hero, and it is so sweet. And yeah. all of the jury are like hugging him and like because they genuinely love him because yeah. they spent time with this real person. And it's so interesting because he's like, wait a minute, so you guys aren't these characters that like. It's all hitting him at once. And yeah. Thinking about like his last 16 days and how no there wasn't a racist shirt at this bar that they go to that patrons are upset about. Like yeah. everything was fabricating. You can just see him kind of like rewinding. Yeah. And trying to figure out. And he keeps asking questions. So like the lawyer wasn't real. They're like, no, nobody. nobody you know? But he just like, yeah. like it takes him a minute. Mm -hmm. It was so well executed. Um, one of the jurors tells him like. Yeah, like we were characters, but also like a lot of what you saw was us. Like yeah. we were being ourselves with like these particular quirks. And so like you did get to know us as well. And they've since apparently like they're all, they've all stayed friends and like he's hanging out with them, which is really sweet. James Marsden gets to like, you know, reveal like I'm not actually that big of an asshole. <laughs> <you know? laughs> James Marsden in the last episode in the deliberation was the funniest part for me. That's when I, that's when I started to like him. He's only an alternate in this jury, so he's not supposed to be speaking up. So every time James Marsden makes a comment, someone's like, "You're not supposed to say anything." Like, like they hate James Marsden. <laughs> so funny. It's so good. I loved it so much. F favorite characters? Uh, the bailiff. So good. Uh, Noah, whose girlfriend goes on vacation, uh, uh -huh. I thought was a star. <laughs> so funny. Gina, is that the girlfriend he gets? Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's a star. And I thought the teacher who doesn't want Jerry Dewey to end because he loves everybody so much, he was so good. Yeah. And that was really sad. Yeah. What about you? Um, I, the the chair pants guy I thought was so good. <laughs> he, was um, he was just so awkward <laughs> and stumbly. Um, Gina, I loved Gina. She just had like this kind of th this energy. And I love that she ends up hooking up with the, the other guy. Yes. Like, I thought that was a very funny dynamic. And when they're in jury deliberations, he's just agreeing with whatever <laughs> she says. And she's like, can we do an anonymous vote? Because I think he's just agreeing with me just to agree with me. And it's starting to yeah. piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It was so funny. And it's such like a... I reported for jury duty for the first time a few months ago. And I didn't really know what to expect. And you really are just like plopped down among the most random assortment of people and yeah. this casting did such a good job of just like the most random assortment there's like a gunner who wants to be foreman but she <laughs> did a bad job picking lunch so she isn't it and like a guy that really doesn't want to be there you know like every species has to come together and work together 
And this did such a beautiful job at showing how that can be successful. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, 10 out of 10. I would recommend this to My anybody. My parents watched it. Mm-hmm. They loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll be back next week. I don't know what we're talking about. We'll figure it out. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.